Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's 9 o'clock in St. Louis. Your time check brought to you by Clarkson Jewelers, an officially licensed Rolex jeweler. With Dan McLaughlin, I'm Randy Carricker, and we head right to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line to talk some college basketball with Brian Bennett of The Athletic. Brian, thanks so much for taking some time with us this morning. How are you doing? Hi, doing great. Thanks for having me. Are you surprised at all by the start of the Missouri Tigers? I am. Uh, Maybe I shouldn't have been because it's a very, very experienced team. And I do think that experience uh, early in this particular season uh, has been very valuable uh, for the teams that have it because of such a a truncated offseason and and lack of summer workouts and things like that. But, um, yeah, it wasn't a team that really had super high on my radar coming into the year, uh, but they played really well. Uh, They're tough. And they've got some veteran guys who who don't panic, as we saw last night against Bradley when they got down late big. How do you evaluate St. Louis U? I I thought they'd be in the top 25 after their win over NC State. NC State, by the way, huge win yesterday, I think it was, last night. So they're not in the top 25. They're knocking on the door. What's your evaluation of what you've seen from St. Louis University? Yeah, I was very high on them going into the year. Uh, You know, the the loss in Minnesota probably kept them out of the top 25, especially having you know, come on the, the, the night people vote. Um, you know, they did beat NC State. Uh, NC State was a little shorthanded, uh, obviously, in that game. Uh, but but I'm, I'm very impressed with St. Louis in general. You know, again, a team with a lot of experience, just a really, really tough team, great, great rebounding team. I mean, they, they fit right in with that Big Ten style play when they went up uh, to Minnesota, just couldn't make any outside shots. But, uh, you know, this is a team with, with, a, with some great senior leadership, uh, very deep, and, and until the Minnesota game had been shooting the ball pretty well, uh, much better than last year. So it's a team I still like to win the Atlantic 10. Uh, and if they don't, I think they can get in that large bid to the NCAA tournament and make some noise. And, and Brian, we've always looked at SLU, and obviously it's with a biased eye, but they are in a, a market that's number 23 in the country. They do have a nice on-campus mm-hmm. facility. They do put resources into the program. And Travis Ford seems to have the program going now. I just want to get your long-range view of what you think St. Louis University could be. Yeah, and we saw you know what it, it did under uh, Rich Rick Majerus. Um, it, it, they've had some good years there. Uh, obviously, as you mentioned, a, a big city and, and really no competition in terms of basketball, right? No NBA team, uh, not a lot of, uh, you know, in-state basketball teams to follow uh, other than Missouri. So it, it is definitely a program uh, that has a lot of potential. And I think the one thing that Travis Ford has done really, really well is recruit a lot of the local kids. You know, you're not going to get maybe a, a Jason Tatum or a Bradley Beal to stay home, um, but the kids that are right underneath that level uh, are, are really talented. You know, a kid like Jordan Goodwin, who's from close by or a kid like Yuri Collins. And he's been able to keep that kind of, you know, three, four star kid at home. And I think that has made a big, big difference. Do you think we've over evaluated Illinois or Illinois will be really good by the end of this season when everything shakes out? 
I'm still pretty high on them. You know, I mean, they've got one of the best, of course, one-two punches in the country with, with Io and, and Kofi Coburn. Uh, but they're just going to need some of the other guys to step up. They're going to need a little bit more help on the wing. Um, Adam Miller is a guy I really, really liked in high school. And, um, you know, he's just a freshman. He has a few games into his career. But I think he's a guy who will get better and better. Uh, I mean, they've had some uh, defensive lapses, uh, obviously, against Rutgers, which is a team that could score a lot. Uh, but they they were a little loose on their defense on that uh, and I do think some teams can spread you out and maybe put, put Coburn in some, some ball screens. He, he still struggles a little bit with that. But I'm still pretty high on them. I think when you got two great players like that, um, it, I think they have a real chance to do something, um, maybe even get to an Elite Eight or a Final Four this year. But uh, they're going to need some, some players besides those top two to step up. Brian Bennett from The Athletic is with us talking college basketball on 101 ESPN. Brian, we're so used to seeing the ACC teams just dotting the top 10. And it seems to be, at least if we look at the rankings, a down year for the ACC. Is that an accurate representation or, or what's going on with the conference if it's not? You know, it was a, it was a really down year last year uh, for the league. They were only going to probably maybe get like three bids. I mean, it was uh, it was very strange. So I do think it's a, it's better uh, than it was last year. Uh, it's definitely deeper. Um, but when you look at it, are there any national title contenders uh, in the ACC this year? Uh, I'm not sure. You know, Duke Duke is uh, the one team that you usually look to first, uh, and they're good. They'll be fine, but they they just don't have that the kind of superstar talent that we're used to. You know, Louisville's okay. You know, North Carolina, they've been up and down. Uh, again, some shaky guard play there. So uh, even Florida State uh, is a team with, uh, with a lot of talent, but they're very young. They lost obviously two lottery picks. So it's still a, a league that uh, hasn't quite uh, got everything figured out. I think there's some teams that by the end of the year could be playing really well. Virginia's another one uh, to, to look out for. Uh, but right now they've got a lot of teams with a lot of question marks. I'm really curious. Do you think – as you talk to ADs and coaches and writers around the country, do you think that college basketball has done the right thing, or what is the general feeling that, you know, do you, should you have waited until, let's say, late January, February, start your season um, and play May Madness instead of trying to forge through and fight through COVID and have all these different cancellations that we've had so far? Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, you talk to a bunch of different coaches and administrators, and they'll give you a bunch of different answers. Um, I think a lot of people kind of realized that this was going to be a season of start and stops, a season of a lot of disruptions, um, you know, a lot of a lot of issues with the virus and, and outbreaks and things like that. But they just felt like they kind of had to push through and we've got to get to that tournament um, because it's just so vital uh, for everything that athletic departments do. There's so much money is at stake. Uh, they really just can't go two years in a row without an NCAA tournament. So, so their goal was really just to kind of get through the season the best they could uh, and just try to get to that tournament, whatever shape, form it's going to take. So uh, on that and on that front, I, I think they feel like it's been kind of a success because you've, you've had, you know, you've had a lot of cancellations and changes, but people have been able to reschedule on the fly um, and things like that. So, uh, you know, I think the players really want to play. Uh, that's for sure. Whenever I talk to players that they, they want to, to play, even though it's been, you know, real burden for them to, to be as isolated, uh, as they are. Uh, the one thing I would like to have seen more of is, is, is more kind of those bubbles set up. I think they could have, um, maybe taken more advantage of that and, and had, you know, more bubble events like we saw in Connecticut, that one worked pretty well until the very end. Uh, but, uh, you know, having these teams fly all over, over the country, uh, has been probably a bad idea. Brian, you mentioned the experience of Mizzou and of St. Louis University. Is there a team out there that, uh, kind of like Michigan State does on a regular basis, that we are looking at right now, 
but has a chance to really do some damage in the tournament because of the the pieces that they have in place? Well, it's it's hard to say. It's it's pretty early, mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's uh it's hard to know exactly you know who's kind of be the surprise team. But uh, you know there are a few teams, and I don't know exactly you know what what your definition of is <laughs> of uh, who we're not looking at. But uh, you know a team like Houston, I think that. Uh, you know they're a top ten team, so it's not like people aren't talking about them. But they they're just not a team that's on national TV on a regular basis. Uh, they've got a lot of experience. They're very very tough. Uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see them make a run. Um, that's one. And I think uh, you know a team, let's say like a San Diego State out west. Uh, you know they had the setback the other the other night, uh, but last night they came and beat. St. Mary's by almost 30, uh, and, and they're a very, very experienced team, even though they lost a lot off last year's team. And uh, it's a team that I think was going to make a move last year and uh, didn't get the chance, and it could be right back again there this year. What do you think the tournament will look like in terms of do you bubble it up? Will we be able to travel a little bit? We're only two months away. That's 60 days away. So we're about 65 yeah. days away from what would be the NCAA tournament. That is a blink of an eye. What do you think it's going to look like yeah. when we finally get there? Well, the uh, NCAA is supposed to announce uh, beginning in January uh, what, what exactly the format's going to be. And by all indications, it's going to be all held in Indianapolis and in, in and around that city. And I think it's a good idea. It's, it's a city that's well-equipped to host something like that. You know, a lot of hotel rooms, a lot of gyms uh, in and around the city. Uh, they're used to having these big events. And, of course, the NCAA headquarters is right there so they can, you know, try to keep a lid on things as much as possible and have their staff there to – you know, to work on testing, contact tracing, all the protocols you need. Um, you know, maybe they play some games in Bloomington or, or nearby and like, uh, you know, at Purdue or something like that. But I think we'll see all the teams there. It may be a little uh, shortened, I would think. I don't think you necessarily need to play, uh, you know, Thursday through Sunday and then come back the following Thursday. Maybe you could play, you know, a little quicker, a little fewer off days. Uh, but I think they're going to do everything in their right minds to try to get this tournament in. Uh, try to get it televised and try to get those paychecks, which are so vital to every school. Isn't that the truth? Yep. Mm-hmm. Brian, thanks so much for the time. We do appreciate it. Good having you with us and have a very happy holiday season. Same to you. Thanks for having me. Thanks, thanks Brian. Appreciate it. Brian Bennett from the Does Athletic. A great job. Yeah, on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, bet online for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. It's a well-known fact that good sleep leads to a happier life. Okay, maybe that's not a fact fact. But don't you just feel amazing after a great night's sleep? Like the first night back in your own bed after traveling. It's time to demand more first night back kind of sleep. 
Stop tossing and turning and talk with your doctor about how you can seize the night and day. And visit SeizeTheNightAndDay.com to learn more.